Chapter 2, Creation Kids, before the beginning, there was the Lord God who created heaven, the angels, the cherubim and archangels, of whom we know the names of four, Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and Lucifer. We know the Lord gave these spirits freedom of choice, because Lucifer was allowed to rebel. After a great battle, Lucifer was thrown out of heaven and cast into hell along with his army. Guys, note that God, for reasons that are his alone, did not destroy the rebel or his rebellious influences. Kids, when the beginning began, the Lord God created the world separate and distinct from heaven. He established scientific laws, astronomy, physics, mathematical properties, magnetic poles, gravitational pull, and so on. He energized protons and neutrons and commanded like particles to repel one another and opposites to attract. He put the planets in motion with disciplined orbits, and of course God created the earth. He separated the sky from the great sphere. He pulled back the waters to allow land to emerge. He set into motion the earth's great plates, enabling mountains and valleys to form. Gang, after the beginning had begun, the Lord God created life. First vegetation, then the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and all living things that moved on earth. He put into motion the system in which oxygen became carbon dioxide through the breathing of creatures, and carbon dioxide becomes oxygen through photosynthesis. God integrated living and dying among all creatures so that only from death could life be sustained. The Lord God established the hierarchy of creatures that initially spanned from dinosaurs to maggots. He set the food chain into motion so that the feared and mighty dinosaur would eventually, in death, give life to the lowly worm. To safeguard these creatures that he loved so dearly, God embedded species-specific instincts that would enable each creature to survive and sustain its own type. Instincts focused on survival first. Each creature would protect itself first and foremost. An animal could try to protect its family from a predator, but only if it instinctively sensed that it would win. There would be no sense of risk or sacrifice in the animal kingdom. Children, certain creatures would live in numbers, flocks and herds and packs and so on, while others would go it alone. Instincts would make the family unit stronger. At design times, males would be drawn to the females to reproduce and sustain the family. Females would only accept the strongest suitors, and therefore males had to earn the honor of passing their genes on to future generations. These instincts would enable each new generation to be stronger than the preceding generation, and even enabled some species to evolve and adapt to difficult surroundings. Kids, note that human beings will have sex for 10,000 reasons, besides growing the family. Girls, human women are the only female creatures who will accept an inferior male. Guys, Human beings are the only species that appears to be devolving. Instincts commit each creature to act according to the Lord God's design. No creature can reject its instincts. No creature can impede or influence the instincts of another. No creature can alter what God had already created, nor stop what the Creator had put into motion. Together with the unique attributes that each creature possesses, physical attributes, social attributes, temperament, etc., Instincts enabled each and every creature to be essentially perfect in nature. Every action and reaction of each creature was determined by God to be aligned against all the actions and reactions of every other thing created. Guys, this is why creation was perfect in the beginning. This is why the creation was declared good in the beginning, and is now and ever shall be declared good. Understand that all of creation is equally good and perfect in the eyes of God. A lion is no greater than a lamb an eagle no greater than a robin, 
an elephant, a dog, a lizard, a guppy. All are equally loved in God's heart and equally impressive in his mind. Same with oceans, lakes, and streams. Same with mountains, bluffs, and anthills. God, of course, recognizes the individual natures and the different attributes within each creature, but he makes no judgment regarding any type of attribute hierarchy. One cheetah is swifter than others, one kitten softer, one gorilla stronger. But God holds no single creature above the rest. In his eyes, no sparrow is greater or worse than another, no mountain grander than another, no tree more unique or special than another. All things are good, equally good. Kids also understand that in response to the gift of life, all vegetation of the earth, all fish of the sea, birds of the air, and things that move on land, will instinctively and constantly and fully praise their Creator. Listen to the birds sing in the morning, and the crickets that fill the night air. Witness the flower offer its bloom and bouquet. Guys, praise of God is built into each and every creature and created thing. Glorification of God is built into the essence and dignity of each and every living thing. No living thing, with the exception of humanity, can give God anything less than 100% honor, effort, and glory. No bird can hold back its song due to indifference. No cricket can stand silent in apathy. No flower can withhold its bloom in protest. At the end of the fifth day of creation, all was equal, all was good, and all was perfect.